0: Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 162. 162nd episode of Forever Exiled. We did it. That was the number. We were going for 162. Was that it? Yeah. Done. Now we're here. Last one. All right. Well, it's been a blast. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right. And uh, we'll see everybody in our next podcast where we talk about what's a game we could talk about? Age of Empires. We could probably uh, talk
1: about that for two weeks. Battle for Middle Earth last probably long. a month. Yeah. Um, it would have to be RTS related.
0: Well, um, maybe not. You could, We could find like a decent RPG.
1: True, but even something as like, you know how I'm, I'm a massive Dark Souls fan.
0: Um, yeah. Doesn't last.
1: Well, I'm not interested in finishing Elden Ring. Why? Think about that. I'm bored with it.
0: That's because it's too- the
1: same... That's it's it just took too long. It is big, but no, I'm finding that the exploration of the levels is more annoying than it's fun. Really? Um yeah, there's that area in the mountains where there's just tons of invisible enemies, really dumb. Hmm. Even though you can get a torch for it. The um catacombs or the sewers underneath Lindale just it's they're not it's not fun and I'm finding that Maybe it's just the mood I'm in, but I am way more in the mood for Path of Exile than anything else. I'm in the mood for Mm. theorycrafting. I'm in the mood for seeing if this idea works. I'm not in the mood for exploring and opening up um, a Fallout computer in in a vault and reading it and discovering something. I just want to see if my build works. I want to kill stuff. Okay, it's working. Okay, it's not. Let's change it. So Hmm. uh, looks like it's not our last episode.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. There's always something to talk about with Path of Exile. Plus, uh, we like to talk to each other anyway, so it works out well. This is our catch-up. Big shout-out Patreon, new Patreon this week, Vito. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon and supporting the podcast. You are awesome. And to everybody else who supports the podcast, we love your faces. If you're curious what our Patreon gets you access to, it's After Dark, of course, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we just continue chatting about stuff and things. Also to Patrons. Make sure, we did send you all a message this week, but make sure your addresses are up to date, just uh, because, you know, it's that time of the year. It's coming up, and uh, I'm very excited about this one, so make sure if you like physical things that your address is correct.
1: Let's get physical.
0: Yeah, because some stuff might be going out uh, this week. Mm -hmm. Ty Ty and I are doing an in-person hangout this week to get some stuff ready. I'm busy. It's fine. It will only be my name on it. (laughs) i'm gonna cross yours out of all of them (laughs) yeah anyway thanks everybody for for supporting the podcast you are awesome yeah and even
1: though we wished everybody a thankful remembrance day last week uh i know when this comes out it'll be a couple days later but for us today just today today is the 11th itself so don't want to bypass that hope everybody had a thankful remembrance day
0: Mm -hmm. and uh also if uh if This time, if my mic is noisy or there's banging, I will murder my children because they are busy upstairs. So It's not often that the kids are home on the Friday when we record, but uh, they are today. So They are today. They were here yesterday, too. Uh, They weren't here for me, but yes, they were off yesterday as well. Did you kick them out? Uh, I was working, so they were hanging out with my mother-in-law for the day. But uh, yeah, how was your week, man? Oh, I had a good week. I had a good
1: week. I wanted to thank everybody for the thoughtful inquiries uh, that they had towards my daughter's surgery. Uh, It was was a minor surgery, but still, you know, anything can go wrong in a surgery. But I think I forgot to update people. I was talking about um, a week or two past that my daughter was going into surgery just to get her adenoids removed. And uh, it's so cute. And the hospital in our city is just so fantastic. So good. And so there's a package outside getting delivered. Doorbell is going to go. I got a time when I don't speak with the doorbell so you can take it out but anyway to let everybody know thank you so much for all the different messages and support and encouragement um very thoughtful inquiries my daughter's surgery went as smooth as it could and she's recovered perfectly well she had to do about a week of no exercise no running no nothing after the fact and that sounds familiar so maybe I did update people And so that was actually a really rough week for her. But in terms of like anything going wrong with the actual surgery, it was fine. And you should have seen her like the day after the Saturday when she was allowed to just be a normal kid again and run around. It was just like it was like (laughs) somersaults going down (laughs) the hallway to go get dressed and brush her teeth and all that kind of stuff. And it's time for bed, time to go grab her books. It was just like everything she could do. So it it was really cool, really cool. But now. That was a thanks now I'd like to apologize to all of our lawn listeners, um, but it's not our fault. We didn't get fall this year, Justin and I. We went from that drought summer to an atmospheric river, which is kind of a trigger for me. My face goes go I start winking weird, and my face gets like half half what what what's it called half stroke you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's all weird, but anyway, we had an atmospheric river right after the drought and so much rain but it was nonstop, and then right after that bam winter it's just like an arctic flow warning we have zero degree weather throughout the day and obviously every night and so we didn't get to do any of our fall lawn talk for all you lawn listeners well this i was
0: thinking about this morning this is actually this would have been an awful awful fall to try and plan because i wanted to do some overseeding this fall and i was thinking about it actually this morning that what an awful year to try and do that because we went Like you said, it was super hot summer that for some reason extended to like end of September and then somehow got hotter in October, which was, didn't make any sense at all. And then literally the last like week, not even, it wasn't even a week that atmospheric river lasted for like three days and just like pooped out all the rain for fall. And then by the first week of November, it was like, all right, winter's here. It's freaking freezing. We had icicles. It was insane. Like it was, it right. didn't make any sense. And now the ground's frozen.
1: Right. It was hilarious to see icicles on all the buildings, but all the trees that normally lose their leaves every year are still, yeah, still have fun, full right. of leaves. Like they still, the, the
0: trees are like, what the, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> we weren't ready. But
1: right. Yeah. So, um, it's funny because I jumped on board. Yeah, the, you did. that's right. The right. And so now I basically killed everything yeah, that I was just do trying much. to help. It was, it was already there. So anyway, so I tried to overseed parts of my lawn. And mm-hmm. normally when I'm overseeding or have bare patches that I'm just reseeding, I only do a section that my sprinkler can reach. Right. It right. right, right. sounds familiar. So my apologies yeah. if I'm reading, re- repeating this, but. So let's say front yard, backyard. My driveway kind of splits my two front yards. So I technically have two front yards and a backyard. And so let's say I'm working in the backyard. There's stuff on both sides that I want to do on the front and the back. I'll only pick one of them because I'm not going to like take the sprinkler and move it back and do something like it's just it ends up being a lot of work. I'll forget that the sprinkler's on. It needs to be done at certain times of day in our city, that kind of stuff. So it's just it's more of a full time job than it's worth. So I'll only do what the sprinkler Can reach, and then once that two-week session is done of helping that new seed grow, then I'll move it on to another section I need to work on. And so, when I see an atmospheric river come—not necessarily an atmospheric river, but in our area, it's normal for it to just rain, have rain in the forecast every day for two months. Mm -hmm. That's just where we live. And so, when I see that in the weather forecast, I'm like, sweet, I don't have to play the sprinkler game, right, or the patient sprinkler game, and make this session last a whole month in total. I can just put dirt out, seed out all over wherever I want it and the rain will do it and I don't have to do any work. So I tried to take advantage of that because I saw all this rain coming and I'm like, OK, atmospheric river, that's way too much rain. It could drown out a whole bunch of the seeds, but let's give it a shot anyway. Some of the seeds are going to grow. It'll more benefit than not. And so I put all the dirt out. The seeds are there. It's like a week into this steady rain and extreme rain and sup for one of the weekends, I'm just starting to see a couple of the seeds start growing some of the sprouts I'm getting ready in the next couple of days it's all going to be nice lush and green and then poof, the ground is rock solid and I'm like nah
0: That's so, so I probably
1: all those places that I was just trying to help I probably just killed it and now it's going to look just as bad as it did before I had the hydro seed in, <laughs> in May so anyway lawn listeners there wasn't anything That's to talk what it about, is for us. It, it wasn't our fault mm-hmm. but Justin's uh Justin's yard guy came and aerated my
0: lawn. So did he do that before Could, the rain or
1: he was waiting until the first dry day after the rainfall? Oh, okay. And he was a freaking maniac. Yeah. I swear. He had like 500 hours to do in oh, one day so before fast, it started raining eh? again. So,
0: well, and that machine yeah. is like heavy as balls. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Balls are heavy for you. Well, heavy balls. <laughs>
1: and uh, what else happened this week last thing oh right so the kids had um so remembrance days today it's friday and the kids had a pro d day a day off of school yesterday as well mm-hmm. so they only went to school monday tuesday wednesday and my son's really close to a few kids i don't think i had really like i had friends that i'd hang out with and stuff but i don't know i don't think i had really close friends until i was in my later years of elementary school maybe grade four or five Anyway, since kindergarten he has been super close to the same two kids and so we planned a sleepover for them at our place now oliver's he's almost eight years old he's seven he's uh he's in grade two we had a sleepover with two of his buddies last night nice here oh it was mayhem oh of
0: course First, so fun
1: it was the first sleepover they've had without like cousins or grandparents for all three of them and they none of them were nervous none of them were scared i remember you know way back when when we were kids you know you'd have somebody would have their first sleepover at your house and then they'd all cry and they want their mommy and then they'd have to go home in the middle of the night or something i don't
0: ever remember having sleepovers where that happened
1: no it wasn't wasn't for me but it would be for someone else or you know my sister would have a sleepover "Ah."
0: yeah
1: so anyway these kids did not care about their parents yeah. at all. They were That's so awesome. bonkers, but bonkers to the point where I had to be that annoying parent and actually had to oh, be around often that. enough. <laughs> I had to, they were so like their brains completely melted out their ears <laughs> That's and fell awesome. out. It was, Oh, like it was a lot of fun, but yeah. I was telling Aaron after all the boys left, I'm like, I feel like we just went on vacation. And I'm now absolutely exhausted exactly. from all the work of that vacation. Like I feel like we were gone for a week and we just got back. Yep. Now I need a day off. So it's so fun. But it was a lot of fun to see them to hear your kids. You know, laughing about stuff that like they you know, wouldn't the joke. Stuff you. You're not allowed to say in the house or yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just totally different. And when you hear the stupid stuff, that oh, they it's laugh so ridiculous. About, <laughs> it, it is so cute and, and funny. Yeah. So I really, uh, really enjoyed it. It was good, but uh, it'll be one of the other parents' turns next yeah, time right. because that was. That was a lot. Especially because like we only have the upstairs available right now. Sure. So when they're doing you can send them downstairs
0: to just go crazy.
1: Right. Or it's not like I can go downstairs to do whatever. So it was kind of like I'm stuck at the dining room table. (laughs) That that would be tough. I could see that. Yeah. So well, I mean, it wasn't like it's not complaints, but it it was a (laughs) it was an exhausting evening. Like after they left and throughout the day, the kids were really tired. So the kids went to bed early and I'm playing Path of Exile. And it's like I'm like, oh, okay, I'm falling asleep. And I go and check to see what time it is to be, see if like it's okay to go to bed. And it was only 9.40 and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't care, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I got like two maps and the day just exhausted me, but it That's was awesome. so fun to see them play. And they get along well with my daughter, so it was like a sleepover for four kind of thing. Nice. They were
0: all having a good time, so. That's awesome. Yeah, But you? Did you write anything down for this week? Nope, I didn't. I was of course having a shower this morning going like, what happened? <laughs> what <laughs> did I do this week? <laughs> The thing is, my week, I was thinking about it in the shower today. So I says to the guy. Th- they're not, I, I, it's, I, it's. they're quite similar. I tend to be busy through the week with work and I've gotten better at my evenings now being freed up so I can be more um, uh, engaged in the evenings and stuff and hanging out at home. So that's been fun. But it's, it literally, we've been like, we've gotten into maybe the past three weeks or so playing card games at night. My uh, daughter, especially my, my two girls really want to play card games or games in the evening before bed, like every night. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Almost every single night. So they're big into, I, I I don't even know how it's possible, but there's like 18 versions of Uno, which is odd to me. Cause Uno's like, it's <laughs> Tyler's got his, Tyler's got his uh, warnings coming up on his phone. Get it done. You lazy bum. It's a, it's a holiday today, Tyler, unless that reminder is to mourn. Come on, come on. But uh, So, yeah, so there's like a ton of versions of Uno. We have yes, like six of them. And every freaking time we open a new one, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many. Like, I got to read instructions for Uno. It should be, yeah, it should be with simple. actual
1: different instructions. Because yeah.
0: they're not Uno. They're not Uno at all. No. Like, we have a, one game, it's called Uno 99, which my daughter, she's in grade three. She loves grade three. Yeah. Which she, one? Uh, she, my, my oldest daughter. Sophia, yeah, great. she loves Uno 99 because in Uno 99, it's an adding game. So you play a card. Let's play. say you play a seven. The next person to play a card, if they play an eight, now you're at 15. And then you continuously go up, increasing that number. And the goal is to not hit 99. You want to try and make other people get rid of their cards. And you 98 is the highest you're allowed to go to. You can't make the total equal 99 in the cards. So it's good for her because she does math while she's playing it and adding it up. But Uno is like, when you get down to one card, you're supposed to yell Uno. In this game, you never have less than four cards. That's not Uno. Why not just call it something else? Besides maybe just going off the idea of like Uno's the name brand. But you never have one card. You always have four cards. That's not Uno. That's, <laughs> just, that's just not Uno. It's not. They should have called it something else. And then there's some. We have one called Uno Flip. Both sides of the cards have stuff on them. And if a and- card gets played, you have to flip your cards around. And now you're working off the other side. And, and the they value of those them.
1: cards are totally different. Di- so a card that Ugh. you thought was really valuable that you were saving on one side, it's exhausting. You're like, all oh, right, and then you flip it, and then all of a sudden it's like a bland card on the other side, like just a normal nine instead of like a plus four wild. And, every- and you accidentally get rid of it, and all. Oh, but Ugh. we discovered. How did you discover that game? Because I laugh at how bought, we
0: discovered Uno flip. We've we've just we found them randomly, and uh, they've been purchased for like birthdays and stuff. Like when we see them, oh, we know our kids funny. love them, so we'll pick them up. And we don't really know what they are. Like, there's another one called Uno Wild, but yeah, was well, there some special way you found out about Uno Flip? Not special,
1: just funny. We were watching Formula One. It was only, I think it was two races ago, and the two commentators. And for, I mean, we really appreciate English, like UK humor and just just the 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 culture of it. So sometimes, you know, the 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 broadcasters when we're watching Formula One, they get a little bit sidetracked with the funny conversation that they're enjoying, and they kind of like, I guess. We, we, you and I, this is a 99% Path of Exile podcast, but, you know, we have a, a tiny bit of non-Path of Exile 60%. content. It's the same with them. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So we, they were doing the same thing. And then they were talking about referencing something about Formula One and how this was kind of like a game of Uno, like just whatever circumstance was happening. And then one of the other commentators, but have you ever tried Uno Flip? Oh, really? Because you could get like 30 cards in your hand. He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, but you could have 30 cards. And anyway, their whole conversation about Uno Flip, it was very, um, very English, the conversation. It made us laugh a lot. And so we picked up Uno Flip because of that conversation while watching
0: Formula One. And it is a lot of fun. And he's not lying when he says you could have 30 cards in your hand. The first time we played it, like that's it's a game where you play and then it's based on points. So the idea is to play multiple rounds to try and get to 500 points. The first round took like 30 minutes because there were so many people playing these cards. Pick up five, which means you're skipped. Like my wife and son literally had a quarter of the deck each in their yeah. hand at one point. It was, it was, I was like, we are not playing this again. We're not playing a second round of this. This took way too long. But anyway, so we've been doing that every night. And uh, I did bring my PlayStation 5. I took it out of my kids' playroom upstairs and brought it down into my office so that I could play the new God of War. Because okay. the the God of War just came out, Ragnarok, and I love the game. I feel like God they just came out with one not that long ago. Uh, it was a couple of years ago, but uh, this one, I, I really like the God of War games. They've always been a lot of fun, and so I was like, uh, I actually wasn't going to get it, and then I was talking to a guy in my office, and he was like, yeah, I can't wait to play it. I'm going to be playing it with my son, and he's excited, and I'm pumped, and this is happening in it, and I was like, damn it. So... I brought it down into my office and and got that. I haven't had a ton of time to play it just because it's been busy, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's hard to get used to playing on controller though, because I don't play on controller often, and there's a lot of combinations of buttons, and I have to, I, I mean, it's just be the nature of not playing on console in a long time. I have to sometimes look to remember like which one's circle, like, and I've gotten oh, back, I've gotten yeah, yeah. to it now, but it literally took me like two days of playing to remember. Right where the buttons are. And, and for
1: you as an infrequent controller player, half the time you most of the time you're playing, you're probably playing with an Xbox controller because of how seamless yep. it is when you're playing on, on PC. Mm-hmm. You just plug it in and
0: yeah, yeah. So Yeah, so it took a little bit, but uh yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I was thinking about it today. I couldn't remember if it was you or my brother that also plays inverted. Do you I play? play vertical inversion not horizontal? Right. So and I was thinking about that today like I couldn't play cuz you have that option. Obviously, that's the first thing I changed was to make sure my why value was inverted
1: yeah okay uh, I, that, I i remember you being inverted but i was just about to say if you're not inverted this is done no i have to We're play done. inverted
0: and i was thinking yeah. about i'm like how do people play these games what made it so that we play inverted i couldn't think of what it was did, the only thing i could think of is maybe from halo Was it Halo? From the original xbox days that's the only game that i can think of
1: man i sucked at halo oh but my did it goodness default did I to
0: inverted like it had to have because i don't know
1: uh, but I was made fun of for not knowing, not being able to choose because both like I would try one for a bit. I'd finally get used to it. Then I would try the other and then it screwed me up. And...
0: Uh, I can't play not inverted. And I'm trying to think of why. And the only thing I could think of is maybe we played like flying games on the controller in the beginning and flying games are always inverted, right? Where down is up and up is down. But I cannot play game, games not inverted. Mm-hmm. So anyway
1: yeah you Not know what? horizontally
0: though right oh, oh my oh, god how would that why that, is that even an option who could play horizontally inverted the guys that do
1: oh it was sent to me in discord and it was so funny it wasn't going to be a talking point on the podcast but because you brought it up i for, i didn't write down who sent it to me but it was hilarious those guys that make they of course have the dark souls videos but they have oh what are they league what are they called oh crap they make these hilarious videos of like what it's like to be an
0: NPC? Oh, I in think a game. I know what you're talking about. I don't know who and, they're called, but I know what you're talking about.
1: Right, and it, so they had a really awesome Dark Souls series as well, which was hilarious. And so they had the Dark Souls guy in there, and then the main guy in there, and they were doing a thing on uh, inversion. And oh, man, really? it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, anyway, okay, so got to Warp. play inverted. Uh, but otherwise, it was just it was uh, just busy. Yeah, it was it was a good week. I've kind of resigned myself. I had a meeting. This week, and I was like, I just work's not going to ever slow down. So I just, it's time to adjust because gotcha. uh, it shouldn't be busy right now. And it's, it is. And so I'm just going, like, this is the new norm. And so I'm going to deal with it. I did finish, we finished the third season of The hand Handmaiden's Tale last night. And I was so stressed at the end of the second season. Like, what? Yeah, what was because of happen? our Discord friend yeah, that said it sucked. At the I end think it was a YouTube two. comment who said that they stopped watching at the end of season two. So I was like, what could it be? What is it? And then we watched it and I, I, I was telling my wife that, that the end of season two actually made a lot of sense to me, but I don't know the situation for the person who made the comment, but I, both of us were saying, if you weren't, if you weren't a parent, it would be harder to understand the end of the second season. And I, I cause I don't want to say anything with spoiling it, but if you weren't a parent, I could see the end of season two, you going like, what, why? But then both of us were like, pfft. Yeah, I'd have done the same thing. So, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. So we finished the third season, and uh, yeah, it's been been fun. I, it's just mostly because we get to hang out in the evening, so yeah, yeah it's yeah. just chill and quiet, and it's been good. That's nice. Yeah. What do we got? Oh, yeah. Um, Santa thing.
1: I'm gonna count down, and then you have from the time that I count down, it'll be ten seconds. Okay, and then you can turn back on for Are listeners. Are you wrecking with, things uh, again? Kids in the car. Uh, you you can't wreck Santa, Justin. Five, four. Three, two, one. Justin's probably taking stuffers. this out. With the, no, you're interrupting. <laughs> they have ten seconds. We're, we got the kids' little things that they could hold stuff in. The cards for when we play Uno flip, and there's ten thousand cards. Hopefully, that was under ten seconds. You also so, could have just said so for Christmas. We got this them these-
0: <laughs> week in POE. <laughs> yeah, no, what do we got? It's a, it's a thing that goes somewhere that's, I understand that, but you didn't have to say it goes well, somewhere. Well that didn't you cross just my head. It that's like <laughs> saying to someone else, why didn't
1: you go on this route instead of that route when you were driving? And well, the answer the is because is there's it didn't a cliff cross at the my the end there's this that at that the nice of this one, and that
0: one's nice and sunny. If the and GPS told me about to the, the cliff, cliff <laughs> I wouldn't have gone. Uh, what happened this week in POE? What do we got? It's like my wife comes into the kitchen. Why are you cooking it that way? Why are you cooking it that way there's a good Why you doing it this way she knows better because
1: there's another way to say it or my brain didn't work that way and there's only enough for one family member in the kitchen so get out because <laughs> i was here first this week in poe yep Fereth from our discord mm-hmm. got a mirror to drop oh
0: mirror of calandra in mayhem in the, oh yeah and Mayhem, and love it i love, Absolutely what they did with
1: love it. it. so exciting it's so i mean obviously it's discouraging that a mirror drops in a voided league take it to reddit it it is it's it's gonna happen and you can say you had one they they took a screenshot which hopefully they're gonna save it better than getting on console but you brought it up i absolutely love the freedom of what they did with the mirror of calandra because it was a voided league so here here, i i i clipped a little um post they did so here's ferrith talking in our discord well I can now confirm that you cannot mirror portal scrolls (laughs) or any other currency that I have tried. I love the stuff that they tried. I hope they started from the (laughs) bottom. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then transmutes and then chaos Mm -hmm. orbs. But you can, in fact, mirror maps. And that's pretty neat. (laughs) They have a picture of the map that they mirrored, but it's just a normal tier map. Like it's a white map from tiers one to five, whatever it is. And they just take a picture of the mirrored icons there. Mm -hmm. So congratulations, Fereth for getting a mirror of Calandra, but then being epic about it. Yeah. The best spend ever. you made a lot of us laugh. Plus, that was pretty awesome.
0: In addition, I have to say my, I think my favorite part about it isn't even the fact that they mirrored a map. It's the fact that they attempted to mirror a portal scroll. That was probably oh, my favorite down. part about was that yeah. at some point they right clicked a mirror and left clicked a portal scroll. I just love that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, then, and then when it's like, oh, okay, that didn't work. It tried everything else in their currency stash tab.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, very, very good.
1: And I love that it wasn't an exalt first.
0: No, no, no. It was a portal scroll. A portal scroll first because you got to know. Oh, that's right. You got to you, know. Why not? What would a mirrored portal scroll take you to?
1: Wouldn't that be awesome? If there actually was a thing and all of a sudden this funky looking portal shows up to get and to that's the, cow the level. real answer. Hmm. That's not as good as the real Kalandra level though. What if this whole time you could have reached Kalandra's realm by mirroring a portal scroll? And
0: it wasn't a lake. It was actually a wide open area. A void. Of just enemies and loot. And riddles and riddles of course riddles (laughs) hey not bad Yep.
1: write it down Nick write it down (laughs) take that so this is kind of funny we are getting to POE talk I think we already started but I raised my hand and like pointed when I up in the air when I said write it down nick write it down and i was expecting so in our discord chat with video i'm on the bottom and justin's on the top on my screen i was expecting my hand to show up in your screen and i was like what's on. going on with my... my
0: computer what's so wrong i can't get my arm in the right spot to show where you're there match that oh hang on yay uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're <was> so stupid <laughs> that was so weird <laughs> no justin was pretending
1: i was t- pretending to be his uh... arm that, okay. was, that was Moving So on. anyway, then there was Mayhem Twitch highlights, which I always enjoy seeing some of the everybody that's better than me fail or succeed or get excited about something. I heard something. it was
0: pretty crazy in maps.
1: Yeah. And I mean, they said right off the bat, GGG said right off the bat that, you know, these events are going to be for everybody. They're going to be stupid hard and good luck and that's have good. a good time. And so it's really fun when you know because there's always going to be people that are complaining and whining or it's not for them or you forget that it's not made for you that it was supposed to be event for everybody and that's easy to do and get all mixed up so it's really fun when some of the twitch highlights that are posted are people having a great time when they fail like one of them i forget who it was but they 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 were playing hardcore because they were using a macro to escape really quick but they didn't hit it in time but they were Like, oh, no, did I hit? It wasn't like, oh, I didn't hit it in time. It was like, oh, I didn't hit it. No, did I not make it out? And they were having a good time. So I like like seeing some of those. And I'm glad there's the exposure out there for some positive fan play. Nice. Uh, So I I got a question for you. We Hmm. have a sweet news hub in our Discord for all Path of Exile news. Yeah. Whether it comes from their website, their Twitter, Bex's Mm -hmm. information, whatever it is. I saw something on there that said Jinx is closing down.
0: Yeah. I think they posted about it too.
1: I didn't see a post on GGG. I didn't see a post from Twitter. I didn't see anything from GGG. I could have easily missed it, but I didn't see anything. Um, That's legit then? Like Jinx is closing down? So I
0: didn't do any digging into it, but the post that I saw I thought was by them. Because I didn't see anything on Jinx's website either, though.
1: Oh, no, there it is. When I clicked on it originally. All right. All sales final. After 23 years of celebrating nerdy. Yeah. So I think because
0: I don't think it's Path of Exile is commitment with jinx i think it's jinx itself
1: yeah jinx itself closes down yeah that's right yeah okay so yeah so when i originally clicked on it that wasn't that wasn't there so jinx is officially closing Mm -hmm. and so poe merchandise is on sale until the new year so not bad just in case when i originally clicked on it the sales weren't uh enough to tempt me unfortunately but i think it would be really cool to get some to get some and then uh you know uh, what I was thinking though is I'm hoping whatever new I hope they get on a new store quickly, mm-hmm. and I really hope they add a little bit more than just t-shirts. Like I really want some hats. I Think hats would be awesome. Yeah, you're gonna I have to also go to still XLCom like my original that. ideas. Uh, just, just, come they just They can hats, sell them
0: easier. I agree with you, but they can, they can, it can be more, it can be more GGG ish where they like, yeah, and they and it's um, what's the word? The, the word that's selective or it's more lame esteemed to have them.
1: Now you have, you, you have special ones for XL. kind. you got to have some normal hats available for people. Come on. It's a hat. It's a hat. But I still like my original idea, you know, having those torches for your garden that automatically light up as you walk by.
0: Right. Kind of like in the Val areas. I feel like you could probably buy those online.
1: No, not, no, not these ones. Not in the exact shape of the Val culture. Okay. And then, okay. I also want pens, mm-hmm. but if they're going to hear any of this, uh, hats.
0: Hats. Or hats. flip-flops. <laughs> just thinking about and our conversation The easiest earlier. part about
1: the flip-flop is you just need a little icon on the flippy-floppy part at the top. Because the part that goes under the feet and the part that it touches the, the road they're all going to wear out. So all you need is the logo. Mm. Made of solid gold. $45. Okay, I'm out. Those are, <laughs> what are you trying to like? What are those like, going to be Havianas? Oh, mm. man. Uh, and then the support packs are finishing up and the Keurig Vault Pass but there was something in there i yeah i want it i love the support pack that i got i absolutely love it it was it was gifted to me which was i'm very thankful for and it would have been the one that if i had the money i was going to buy that support pack anyway Mm -hmm. but there was one thing that i really liked in the other one and i really hope it turns into like a normal store thing it was when you explode on death or you explode when you die but that Hmm. was part of the 90 dollar tier so that like never. You had to would get all the
0: way to life. the ninety for that? Yeah, that was last oh one. dang.
1: And so uh so yeah, so I, I absolutely love it. I'm still I you and I'm always goo 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 gaga, sorry, over the, the support pack that I got. But I am hoping that like the explode on death bit is something that they not necessarily the same one, but comes A1. back something when, like it. If you explode on death, yeah. That'd be something that I would save my points for. Eventually yes Please for sure. add more
0: on death effects, GG. We would love it.
1: character on death effects don't jinx it Uh but that you're like that one person that's like yep and they're like okay (laughs) so yeah so no that was uh that that made me laugh when i clicked on it and that was one of the things that was on the primary you know marketing video there so uh, did you read, they did another streamer interview, which I absolutely love. I love that they do this. I think it's fantastic s- to support your community just with recognition. They've done it for us a few times. Not like this, the streamer interview bit, but you know how they'll have like podcast posts and they've mm-hmm. been up there. I love that they do that. Love that they do it specifically for streamers. And so this one was Subtractum. Did you get a chance to read
0: it? Uh, no, I didn't. I think I've seen him a few times stream, uh, but I do, I do appreciate that they do these too. It's kind of cool to get a background yeah. into... Uh who the people are that are playing their game. Did you read it?
1: I did. I did. And I've seen Subtractum as well. Now, again, Justin and I aren't the type of people that sit down and watch broadcasts, so we're never going to have a lot of experience with seeing these. But every single time that I've seen Subtractum, sorry if I'm saying it wrong, by the way, but um, just been positive, upgoing. never one of the the broadcasters that's popular, but with like a negative image or condescending image, you know what I mean? Just very kind, upbeat, positive. So i um, glad that they had the opportunity to for the exposure from GGG themselves. So love that you do it. Keep on doing it, GGG. Love it. Yeah, that's cool. But the big thing, now this is, this is big news to me, and I could talk about this for the rest of the podcast if you're up for it.
0: Um, they had upcoming news schedule. Did you see yep, it? I did see it. My, my very first takeaway from it was like five balance manifestos. Holy crap. Well, four, possibly five. But yeah. Well, they said we'll post week. five balance manifestos. They said That's... we will post five balance manifestos. So we'll see.
1: Well, when you see the drop down menu and it has like the
0: one, two, three, four. Yeah, it does say the plus, fifth one says potentially. potentially a fifth post, which they'll probably will be based and on the. Don't lie to me, GGG, and say we'll post five and then say maybe five. Honestly, it's just <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> but. I thought
1: that was crazy. Like, so maybe time's flying faster than we think, but it's only November 11th today. It'll be the 13th when this comes out. We're still a month away. Yeah. They said two weeks before Christmas was the league launch, right? Yeah. Somewhere around there. Well, they just said something like that. The end of the first week of December is roughly ish, right? However, that's going to work. But they did say it was something like two weeks before Christmas. So we're just under or around the one month away. And we're already getting dev manifestos. Like when they say, and again.
0: Well, we're getting an announcement of dev manifestos. <laughs> oh, I, right? But you know what? We're not getting dev so, manifestos. Yeah. I had a post
1: in, on Reddit
0: this week about
1: uh, oh boy. a detail you just do that was yourself, added, eh? <laughs> That was about a detail that was added. A very good detail that was added to the game in 3.19. But it actually disheartened me for PUE2 going forward. Okay, And despite the fact that I had a post this week about being disheartened about it. This kind of stuff still gets me excited. Like to me, when they're posting and it's an announcement for an announcement, it's like Christmas for me. This is Christmas in November, no matter mm-hmm. how discouraged, or disheartened I am, or if there's a, a direction that I love and then a direction that I don't like, it, just the possible changes and the hope that it's something that makes this game even more in line with what I consider fun in Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. But it's crazy. Like next week will be three weeks away from the league launch. Yeah estimate and the balance manifestos are coming out balance the lead used to launch on our friday we'd get the balance manifesto on tuesday and the patch notes on wednesday like we it used to be three days now we're like at three weeks which hey no complaint i'm all in but i i'm excited to see what it is like most of these things so there was jewels and ailment mitigation jewels and ailment mitigation that's an interesting combination there so i'm curious what that tie is well, no, curses, I think those are two
0: individual things.
1: But on one post.
0: Yeah. Curses. Maybe there's not big.
1: Eldric or or maybe those are two separate posts. Uh, Eldric altar revamp. Arch nemesis. And then potentially a fifth post about other changes. Like I didn't actually see any one of those coming, despite the fact that there might be clamorings in the community for it. Did you really? I, not? I, I'm surprised because for one, like to me, jewels isn't a problem right now. Well, okay, so whatever so G- of
0: them all, sorry, only one of them really was like, a, yeah, I knew that they were going to have to do something Arch Nemesis related. But yeah, okay.
1: But I didn't think they would. That's why really? I'm still surprised. I, huh. Because to me, Arch Nemesis is one of those things where like, this is staying in the game, people. And we've already had it in the game for so long. And all we've done are tweaks. We've lowered the value. Yeah, but that's of this, still a development the cool manifesto. Right. Talking about making, what you're planning for it. But making further changes. If all you're doing is tweaks, that's not a manifesto. A manifesto is something is changing, not just, okay, and we're lowering this and we're lowering that. I think the only, like, so anyway, I was surprised Mm. because to me, just a small tweak in 30 skills. I don't think it was going to be, I didn't
0: think it was going to be just a small tweak to like numerical values. I'm hoping that there's an actual, keep arch nemesis if you want, that's fine, but do something where I, I, it does need something to make it better. It's a bit frustrating. I it's totally got a weird agree. ramp and we've talked about that before it goes from like very 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 difficult to like what who is that mm-hmm. and th- that i just that doesn't play very well for me
1: but see to me i have my hopes for sure but then that doesn't mean anything's going to change so i was surprised to see that arch nemesis is there now do you think that it is going to include difficulty and damage scaling and mods or do I, you think it's going to be mostly about drops
0: uh, uh i think it will be both and i I loved what they did with drops. We talked about that when they first announced it. How cool is that to have them but it the whole loot the goblin loot fil- the goblin loot idea from like D3 that people talk about happening I don't like that at all so I would love to see that shift but more than that even more than that, I just want to see some system set up where there's a checks and balances of, uh, uh, against what modifiers can roll with what I would also really love them to just accept the fact that they don't need ad arch nemesis modifiers and scroll take out some of the just garbage ones I don't think that will happen but yeah. I would really like to see some sort of system in place where it's there's a checks and balances you can't have all offensive or all defensive modifiers rolling because it just isn't very fun right. so I would love to see them cut them down but I don't think that's going to happen if they add some then I'm going to be like oh, okay that's enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah right watch
1: watch okay so the we're making them harder there's more randomization options and this that and that yeah watch can you imagine like when they came opposite
0: of what we want when they came out with 3.0 i think that was when they introduced all the extra was it 3.0 or 2.0 where it was like we're going from four acts to three ten Can you imagine if they're like, that's their big selling feature of 3.2. We're going from 80 arch nemesis modifiers to 160. That's right. (laughs) And there's 10 more acts in the campaign. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, that's probably the only manifesto I'm excited to read. To be honest. Uh, Oh, dang. Curses. Okay. So do you want to go through jewels and I I don't care. I want to say more about arch nemesis before. go go, Go ahead.
1: I, I, so I don't. I know we've talked lots about Arch Nemesis because Justin and I have had pretty similar opinions on it. So sorry if it always seems like a one-sided show. Justin and I don't always agree on things, but when you have two hosts that agree, you know, you'll have to provide the other side of it, the uh, devil's advocate per se. So I don't remember if I've mentioned this specifically or if it was on Reddit or wherever, but I want Arch Nemesis to revolve around the base type of the enemy so
0: yeah you said that i i just disagree but i know i know what you're saying oh
1: but i think like i want to know the base type of the enemy i want to know who i'm fighting for the most part i don't care who i'm fighting because the game's too busy all i'm trying to do is glance at which arch nemesis mods are there and try and focus on the scary one at the time and if i can find it at all but i want the arch nemesis mod so let's say i'm doing like i'm fighting a spider Okay, a spider is naturally resistant or weak to this and that, and they can only get modifiers that improve that. If I'm fighting an enemy that already has cold damage, it's great. It's just weird to me that they can have like flame strider. So now I'm like, they're fire and cold, but I don't like to me if they have flame strider, they're highly resistant to fire. But if they're a cold style of base type, they're supposed to be less resistant to fire. I don't know. Like I'd like there to be a little bit more focus on the base type. And then it's like, okay, the mod isn't multi tiered like you've discussed that you're not a preference of, but it would be like increased life or cold damage. So now it's that same enemy, but now it's like this mod adds cold damage. So it's the exact same enemy with the same skills. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that Arch, it would be cool if Arch Nemesis didn't give them extra skills, extra powers. It just made their current base type skills stronger. So they would be more resistant to something or they would be have a higher health pool or they would have cold damage added to it. And then you would get used to the base type of the enemy and you'd still be scared for what they are, but you would actually start caring about which type of enemy it is in and Because there are some really cool ones in there. So anyway, that's kind of how I wish Can it would I be now having... to that? In two seconds. That's how I wish it would be having played two leagues now of Arch Nemesis. I want to care more about the enemies and have the influence or the mods on those enemies actually be valuable to the base
0: type go okay uh i would rather them because i don't mind the idea of a, mo- of a mob having a diff- different type of skill I, I think that that's the idea in my head is they've been buffed or whatever but what i would rather see is the arch nemesis list drastically reduced and then it's a visual it's a much clearer visual indicator of this person has you know a fire buff or something but uh, but arch nemesis will never ever be sort of the way i look at it because i want it dummied down way severely to what it is i think there should be one to two things at maximum that affect an arch nemesis modifier and i think that there there should be like a tenth of how many arch nemesis modifiers there are i don't think there needs to be if you want to introduce this like randomness of all these different things then do it with mobs don't do it with modifiers make make new mobs in the game that have different skills it's really hard for somebody to argue the fact that there's too many types of mobs right if they introduce new mobs that do different types of damage maybe ones that do sort of some of the arch nemesa type stuff but that's not a random roll on a mob the random roll on the mob is like one of these 10 things that is you know some sort of buff to the to the mob but uh Uh, The, the only problem I have with the idea of the mob itself being buffed by things that make sense to the mob is if you're doing a, a map that's like, say, sea witches or undead or something, then you're just, there's no diversity to what you're fighting because they all do the same stuff. So there's no difference to what you're fighting. You don't have to think about it too much. Um, but I would rather just see more types of mobs that do different types of things. And the modifiers that come from Arch Nemesis is much, much smaller. And they're very apparent. They're very apparent. It's not a surprise to what you might be fighting. But it'll be interesting. That's the I, Of the five that could potentially come, that is the one I'm most excited to read. Well, what if, like,
1: if going back to that Sea Witch example, like, there's still a lot of modifiers that can impact a single mod or a mob, and it's not... Uh, and it still provides a great amount of variety because of the amount of bobs that there are out there and the amount of modifiers that there are. For example, like you get increased area of effect as a mod that can roll on sea witches, and that's terrifying to be melee in
0: Does increased area of effect like... any arch nemesis modifier?
1: No, but I'm saying like oh, okay. it, you actually add modifiers that make sense to the game as opposed to just creating these completely crazy random new skills that uh, you have no heads up on. So you get increased area of effect and all of a sudden these novas that a group of 12 are providing are just insane. And, or you get, you know, maybe there's another aspect where it's like increased projectile speed or multiple projectiles, but like those are actual mods as opposed to the map mods. Um, but yeah, no, I hear where you're coming and from and I, but no matter which direction they go, the visual clarity for me.
0: Yeah. It needs to be cleaned up.
1: well, and it needs to stand out in today's game, not tomorrow's game right? Like we're still going to be playing this game for what, one or two years and you need to be able to see it. I think like the magma barrier one, that's a good visual skill, but it it, to me, it's like, it's the dumbest one. Despite the fact that it has the most visual clarity to it, because I can't do any close range to it. I am terrified. It's going to blow up. And then all of a sudden there's these orange balls. Like there's just, it's not choosing which character it's strong or weak against. It's just strong against everyone, unless you're just a glass cannon. The blow it's up animation is at least me.
0: long, but it's still not. I, I, melee is not in a great spot because the best ways to play melee right now are ranged. Right. But they've got some range to their melee and they keep adding like increased melee range to the tree and to different items. And it's like, well, at some point, this is not a melee character anymore. Just because you call it a melee skill and they're using an axe, they're, it's, it's ranged. There's, so yeah. yeah, I'm not sure what the fix will be to that, but it'll be. It'll be interesting to see
1: now they did mention or emphasize a bit that the these manifestos aren't all the changes that are happening they're totally. just kind of the mechanical things that they want to give us a heads up on but there's of course going to be more changes than just what the manifestos state uh if melee was to change this league do you think that that would need a manifesto or do you think that's just something that shows up in the patch notes because they're just going to be buffs or
0: whatever, right? It's not well, a they said they're, they're tweaking melee. They said they may hint at them in the manifestos, um, and then covered that they said specifically about tweaks to melee. So, uh, was that in the same post? I missed that. Yeah, it says, for example, some tweaks to melee may be hinted at in, in these manifestos or covered in the three twenty announcement live stream and/or patch notes. So they're just saying some changes, like tweaks to melee, could be hinted at, but it doesn't sound like they're coming out with anything specific towards it. unless they unless it's part of something they want to hide and then reveal in 320 which yes that's right Cool, that's right they awesome. are still trying to keep their yep, that's right which but I manifestos
1: appreciate. are kind of i don't know that's interesting so all right uh so arch nemesis we're both open for changes and hopefully they're in line with what we're looking for i'm curious to see what ggg is willing to change on the direction of course thinking of what like one thing that i've been definitely trying to emphasize to myself is Path of Exile one is going to turn into Path of Exile two, from my assumption, for pa- when Path of Exile two comes out. Like you can't have because there are going to be two separate campaigns that lead to the same end game. You can't have dramatically different play styles and gameplay, and then all of a sudden you meet at yep, a shared end game. So they need to be the same, as uh, from an assumption if things are still going with the way that they originally announced. So. Lots is going to change in their focus for Path of Exile 2. They probably aren't wavering as to what their gameplay for Path of Exile 2 is going to be. They probably already decided they're just working hard on actually dotting their I's and crossing their T's. So I'm curious, as that goes along, what is Arch Nemesis going to be to them in Path of Exile 2? And so as, I have, as we have our hopes and dreams, all we can see is how it's impacting today's game. And they're making long-term choices for this. So it is... Ex- it's exciting to see what it's going to be because even if it's not what we're hoping it's going to be today, it's all right. It's giving you hints as to what Path of Exile 2 is going to be like Little little thing there. Uh, Eldritch altar revamp. You care about that? I think that's a great idea.
0: They're a little... I like them. So do you? Uh, anything they do to improve them will be good. I do like them. I avoid them. Why? I find they're too... They're hard. Um, but I like that.
1: Well, I... I, I, I for the type of player that I am, I don't find the pro and con option to them beneficial. Very really? rarely am I like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that one. That that con is worth the risk. Most of the time I'm like, oh, not, not a chance. Not a mm. chance. I find that I'm a lot more inclined to use them when I don't roll a map, when I'm just doing like a white T16 as opposed to an alt T16, because I have a hard time actually visualizing realistically what that list of out or voweled mods are like in a map so when all those map mods are there i i dumb it down to it's a deadly map runaway lots or yeah i'll be fine none of that impacts me like that's i just kind of do that math and a lot of the times i die because i don't you see, you see i'll see like projectile speed or attack speed and cast speed and multiple projectiles or chaining or splintering whatever it is and i'm like uh, it's fine whatever and then poof, i'm dead every time hmm. so uh to me when i do aldrich or er, sorry the Eldric altars it's just more of those that changes the original mentality from when i started the map and a lot of the times i've already forgotten that mentality that i was supposed to remember throughout the map duration anyway so i'm excited I, I, to see what they have to say
0: i think Eldric Eldric altars to me are very much like arch nemesis in that they're very build dependent for me and they will eventually get to the point where for the most part, if I can build my character the way I want, I don't have to think about it. Like it goes from being quite difficult to I just know to hit that because I'm increasing my chances of getting better loot. Uh, so they're something that for me is way, way, way more endgame. It's not something I'd really focus on doing while I'm building up the Atlas or building up my character. But I have played them before where I've put huge focus into them and it is a lot of fun. But it is way harder. It's you have to really like plan your build out for certain stuff because some of it gets and you also have to be you have to accept the fact that some of them are just trash, like being sapped on hits and, you know, hindered with spells. It's just some of them. You're just going to be annoyed if you click on them. But I do find they do have a good positive to the con, but you it's so insanely build dependent. It's not like everybody can just click them, which that part sucks sometimes because that's the same idea as like where you're modifying a map to all of a sudden you can't run it. And some of the Eldritch Altars are like that, where some builds just could not click those options. Yeah.
1: And I, I mean, that sometimes that makes sense because, you know, let's say you're the Jug and you can't be slowed below base speed, or the Trickster, I guess, has the same thing, right? I mean, then you don't care about whether you're sapped or not. You're just going. And so that mm-hmm. one's a fantastic one. But I do hate the ones where, I mean, with Altars, it's different than map mods. I got, because you 100% have the choice to completely ignore it and... Life goes on. And I think that's fine. So if you had something like, but I always go back to Righteous Fire and the amount of map modifiers that suck for a Righteous Fire character, but you don't have that option unless you have a ton of currency. I mean, goodness me, especially when you're trying to do the whole Val map thing. Like,
0: oh, oh,
1: but when it comes to the Aldrich when you have these really stupid modifiers, that's fine. It's your choice to click on it and you can completely ignore it and that's fine. Okay. So you had one wasted
0: altar in the map. Life goes on. It just sucks if that's what you focused on your Atlas. It can be, it can be disheartening if your focus on the Atlas was towards them. But the Atlas, I actually think is very good at saying, this might not be a good idea. This is going to be harder. And if you choose to click it, that's one thing I love about the Atlas or the, um, the Atlas passive is it's you chose to do it. So you know, if you can't do it or you're not liking it, you can always respect it.
1: Any guesses to what the revamp is going to be? Like how you not could even that? Not even a guess.
0: Not even a guess.
1: Isn't it funny how it works? Like when uh, This has happened to me many times in the past, but when they say revamp, I'm like, has there been but it can't be any, any other way. What are you talking about? Like, Maybe, this is the only way it could be. Reddit no, I, chatter about it?
0: Like, I don't I read any no, of that oh, stuff. I don't so know I have no about idea. that. If okay. it's not
1: something that interests me, I don't normally bring it up. i only mm. comment on that, so on, yeah, I don't on know. stuff that interests me yeah so interesting because a lot of the times i'm like what do you mean it can be a different way who's this creative <laughs> mastermind that can actually revamp this mm-hmm. so, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see all right uh what what's next jewels and ailment
0: mitigation or curses what do you care about uh well jewels and ailment is an easy i don't care i'll read it but i don't care i, I oh. don't know enough to be like wow this needs to be fixed i do what you want i'll read it and be like okay cool ailments are really strong like, enemy ailments on us
1: are really strong.
0: The game, to me, Yeah, but are right they trying now, to make it easier or harder to get 100%? Because people can still get 100% ailment mitigation. So, I don't understand. Is the idea to... It's harder than it used to be, but is the idea to get it back to where it's much easier? The thing is, if you make it easy for people to get rid of ailments, then just get rid of ailments. And agreed. if you're and, and then, if the idea is that if you don't have 100% ailment mitigation, the game's too hard, then maybe you need to decrease the effect of the ailment. Like, I don't like the idea of saying, well, we're making it easier now. And then it's the whole, like, uh, you know, the current aura situation with determination and defiance, like it, it becomes the direction you just have to go. You need the hundred percent ailment mitigation. Otherwise it's not going to feel good in the end game. If that's the case, then either you need to decrease the effective ailments or you need to remove them. Don't make it easier to get a hundred percent ailment mitigation. Cause then that just feels like, well, like I have to do that. I don't understand right. why. Why have the ailment if the goal is to force people into getting 100% mitigation?
1: I, I agree. Completely agree. I think right now, ailment power is my problem. See, to me, a lot ailment, ailment ailment mitigations uh right side of the tree. That's an east side thing, right? That's and that's fine. I like how the tree is separated and that certain classes have a much harder time to get to certain other aspects or mechanics of the game for the sake of defenses or offense. I like that. But to me right now, 75% elemental resists is nowhere near enough, and that's where the default character is cap. And to me, that doesn't make sense. To me, ailments shouldn't be terrifying when you're at the default cap for elemental mitigation. Now, granted, there are other ailments as well, but it, it's, it's how do you stop some of these other non-ailment mitigations that aren't even covered by basic defense types? You know what I mean? So, I think there are some gaps there for sure with some of the non elemental ailments uh, or chaos. I'm going to include chaos because to me, chaos, resist, and elemental resist in terms of ailments do function quite similarly. It's more of the physical ailments that have this kind of question mark to them. Do ailments base anything
0: off of your resistance? Like, is the ailment, damage you take from an ailment, res, re, uh, does it respect at all your current resist? As far, as far as I know, my understanding
1: is yeah, for both chaos and um elemental resist that's why i'm coupling them together they do focus on that whereas stuff like armor that's different than physical damage mitigation because armor is only against hits right Mm. whereas now you're starting now uh, again i might be wrong things have changed and so i don't know i I could be out to lunch but as far as i understand it stuff like bleed or corrupted blood which are different but the same but they're different um those aren't hits So your physical damage mitigation from armor doesn't impact that whereas something like if you're stationary and you're taking damage and you have uh so you have something like arctic armor or endurance charges those you know when you're stationary with arctic armor you have less damage taken and so that would impact your physical ailment mitigation because they're not hits it's just less damage taken kind of like something yeah. So anyway, stuff like that. So I could see the kind of like a little gray area in there that would be nice to fix. But in terms of just the n- like elemental or chaos ailment mitigation, it would be nice to see those damage values lowered a bit from the enemy or from map mods, because to me, 75% shouldn't be terrifying. Like you've worked to get there. And if that's the cap that the game has set, like that should be okay. Not like Apathetic, where you don't care, there still should be a great value in going higher, not just for offensive purposes like Regis Fire. But if you have 79%, let's say you're running the purities, right now I feel like I have to run the purities just so that I have time to get out of elemental mitigate some sort of elemental situation with ailments. And like all of my builds, I'm like, but how do I get that extra 4% from the purities? How do I get it? Because I just feel like 75% is nothing. So I think that's what I'm hoping for with that ailment mitigation change is that maybe their damage is a little bit less, but not too much just so that 75% is actually feasible amount enough time for me to hit a flask or whatever other mechanic they have. Hmm. That'll be
0: interesting to see jewels. I don't care about I It's wonder why they coupling it with jewels. Maybe maybe they're both invest- small. I don't like know. Maybe they're not related at all. Maybe it's just too small. Yeah, Hopefully sure. it's not the ailment mitigation on jewels. I hope that's not what the what the manifesto is about, but
1: or maybe there is a lot of mitigation on jewels and they're putting it to the normal tree. I don't know. Something curses are a big deal to me because that's always been. Well, I guess it's a big deal to both of us because it's always the hiccup when it comes to co-op. I remember Theta was helping me one time in a boss fight and but it was my triple blasphemy character and they couldn't run. Theta couldn't run their curse, which was where a lot of their offense was coming for that specific build. And uh, so I had to, but I couldn't turn off. I had to run away because that was where my defense was coming from. My survivability would dramatically be reduced for that. So, you know, the, the co-op ability of curses has always been something. So hopefully that's something that's getting touched on. I We've tried to, in the last billion years, come up with a good way to deal with that. And it's been quite difficult without the on-hit aspect of mechanics. So... Maybe that's something they've come up with, but hopefully they're not getting rid of temporal chains. But that's the solution is get
0: rid of temporal chains. It's not. And I hope it's, that's it's the idea. only thing that affects a mob that is uh, like a global effect because it's actually slowing them down. Whereas you could use other uh, it literally, I think actually every single other curse is possible to affect the mob only for you. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how it, it's enfeeble possible. Enfeeble and temporal in. chains, I think are. enfeebles is oh. not. No, enfeeble just affects the damage. That would be your own thing. It would still be your own. Whereas temporal chains is physically oh, right. changing the speed of the mob.
1: So you're saying if they made it so that curses only impacted. Or specific to you. Right. Yeah. So if I enfeebled somebody, right. then they would only be weak against me. Right. So yeah. if they did add that, you're right. Yes. Then temporal yeah. changes is the anomaly. And that would make me sad. That would make me quite sad. But I guess there are many other ways to slow
0: enemies down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they say because it's just curses. It's like there's no they don't give any other, you know, help as to where they're going with that. So that one I'm actually that one will be an interesting read as well. More so just because I'm curious if they're actually trying to make them uh, somehow more friendly. Maybe they're I, I don't actually know if curses need to be strengthened. I feel like curses are actually relatively strong. Yeah. So I hopefully they certainly shouldn't be decreasing them because curses require quite a bit of work. You can't just run two or three curses easily, not at mm-hmm. all. You, you're either sacrificing slots or you're sacrificing points on the tree, and
1: and they are spread out. Like, they
0: are spread yeah, out. They're still totally. relatively
1: north, but it is spread yep. out a decent ways. One thing that I think they could do, but this would just be for me as a curse lover, is there isn't a lot of curse efficiency on the tree there's very little and hmm. if you are going for curse efficiency you are going occultist it's just night and day compared to other things so if if they found a way to make it so that and I get it that's how ascendancies work but if there was a way kind of like what they did with the necromancer this league with unnatural strength if they could do something similar for the occultist so that there was a few other ascendancies that would make sense for a curse efficiency character i think that would be cool because right now there's a, a small, it is quite a small percentage of curse efficiency on the tree. And if you're not the occultist, which more than doubles that curse efficiency from the regular tree,
0: you're going in a small class. What are you flows. getting at a curse efficiency? Well, it, what does that it, actually Im- do?
1: it improves the value of it. So, okay. Um, let's say your temporal chain slows enemy by 29%, you know, you could slow the efficiency is going to increase them. For, okay. Right, right, right. And so it is really cool on some of those things where it's like, um, Like despair is one of my favorite curse offensive curses for that because of the added curse damage on enemies. When you increase your curse efficiency, you're increasing that added damage. Punishment is another one that I absolutely love offensively, especially with increased curse efficiency, because you're increasing the amount of damage enemies take, which is huge. So yeah, I I really like that curse efficiency. Um, but outside of the very small percentage that's available on the tree, it's only small cluster jewels after that.
0: Mm-hmm. I would my my hope would be to just if they can't find a solution which I can't think of one in my dumb head dump temporal chains and find a way to make curses affect just the player I know that will probably affect people who play in groups and they have like you know whatever the aura bots and the people who are specifically maybe cursing I don't know maybe that's a thing I'm not really sure but I would love to be able to play with another person and my curses are for me and your curses are for you. And I'm not playing to curse for you. You right. know what I mean?
1: Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Another neat thing would be if they added some sort of support gem to that. Where you were choosing if they were, if you were cursing for the group or you were cursing for yourself. Like, Yeah, the maybe, only problem that, that still would...
0: comes with that though is the total number of curses an enemy can have on them. Because... If you play that, then what happens with my curses? If your curse affects the monster, but so does mine now. Cause if the, in the way that I'm saying the curse m- modifier amount that you could have would only ever affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it'd just be fun to find a way to make curses efficient because the only way I can play curses with you is to make sure I'm playing an on hit curse. That's the only right. way there's just no other way to do it. Self-casting curse, nothing else will work because it's, there's too many things fighting just for overriding it. each other constantly. Yeah. So, which it does anyway with the on-hit, but at least I get the benefit of the on-hit curse effect. You know, your curse might overwrite it right afterwards, which is fine. But I still am getting the benefit of the on-hit. Yeah. So, I, I would like to see it. It would suck to see Temporal Chains go, but maybe they could find another way to... It would be different to me if you were casting... If Temporal Chains maybe wasn't a curse, it was a spell... And it was like, I know you would hate that because then it'd be self-casting or some other way of doing it. But it was a, you were actually like chaining them or something, which was having it. wasn't cursing uh, them. You were like, actually I'm the Spriggan. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Stupid exactly. eggs They're and the, the stupid
1: vines. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. I 100% on board. <laughs> if they remove temporal chains as a curse <laughs> and they turn it into this and they can call it the stupid Spriggan skill. <laughs> that's gem. right. And yeah. then I'll just be throwing eggs everywhere and they'll explode by surprise because the enemies can't see it because the screen's so cluttered. Yep. And vine them or whatever it is, bind them.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun to read them. I'm looking forward to it. They're they're always interesting to read. I just, as long as it's not giving away too much. I, this to me wouldn't be giving away anything because I, I don't watch the reveal to be like, oh my goodness, they're giving a 20% increase. You know, they, that's not what they right. do the reveals for. So this is kind of okay. Right.
1: Their surprises are like when they go from a regional Atlas system to a global Atlas system, right? You don't need a manifesto for that. You just need diapers, right? It's like, okay, everybody got their diaper on. Okay, here you go. This is, this is for that. So it is, I'm I'm curious to see what's going for everything to me. I know it kind of bugs you a bit, but everything to me is like these decisions, these implementations aren't temporary. Everything's moving forward to path of exile too. These are changes that they've thought long and hard about. Well, just how often I just I don't want that to be used Excel, as see. the
0: excuse. That's all. Sure. Yeah, but I know you're right. Of course, the changes they make are certainly going to be with the right thought in the background of like, all right, yeah. you idiots don't know why we're doing this, but just trust us. That's I just don't want to hear that because right,
1: sure. But the see, I don't mind that though. But with the though, well, no, if they if it me was an like idiot, if I, I knew the release date, like, yeah, okay. sure.
0: If we knew, like, hey, it is coming out December of 2024. That's totally different to me than it's coming. You know what I mean? Well, like that's XLCon. You come. don't get that date till XLCon. I, maybe at XLCon. but that's then then summer, to me right? it's different. Like six months away. Yeah, it's in July. That's different, though. If if you if there's a specific date that we know already, like okay, this is the date it's coming out, then it's very different to me to say we're making this change because it will affect. We have to make sure it works with Poe Two and Poe One. I don't know why, but in my head, that's way different because I know. This right. is the day. Right now, we've heard since Exile Con 2019, it's coming. <laughs> was it?
1: It wasn't 2019.
0: 2019. 2019. No. Christina pulled up pictures the other day. She's like, "What? Why were we at the airport in November of 2019?" And I was like, "We were just coming back, and and uh, COVID. We went 2019? to Vegas after that, and then COVID kicked in. So we've been wow. hearing since November of 2019 that it's coming. So that's uh, for me. I'm just like, okay." awesome. I'm excited. I will play it obviously when it comes out. Just don't tell me right now the reason you're making changes is because of that, because that has currently an end date, the letter N, the, the in graphics N, (laughs) there's no number, there's no set thing that we know. So once we know, then to me, it's a lot different.
1: That's funny. To me, it's all the same, but it is to me, it is exciting because I, you know, my assumption is that these decisions are for It's not like the future of the game when 3.0 is released and you're like, okay, it's just more Path of Exile 1, more Path of Exile 1, which was still exciting, of course, but because you know that there's a grander thing that's revamping the game and this is part of that revamp, it is exciting. Now, uh, any hopes or dreams for the possible fifth post that might be needed at the time?
0: No, because I don't like manifestos. I like the release and the patch notes. So no, I don't. Do you? I can't think of anything.
1: I'm surprised mm. by all of these ones, including Arch Nemesis, because I thought they were just going to, I don't know, kind of like Wisdom Scrolls, just stick with it. So whatever it is, I'm excited for it, but I can't think of anything. I can't. I probably could go back two
0: episodes and have a list of five extra things. I'd love but... to see them say that we're not going to restrict private leagues anymore because of a silly boss kill event. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> that. There's
1: a manifesto
0: for you. Put we're going to make a manifesto notes. for that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm
0: did you, you play this that. week?
1: Next week. I did. I did. What Do you want got? to
0: bother with it? You gotta tell me. I took already your last topic away. So good. knock, knock yeah. yourself no, out. Tell I'm me.
1: excited for that topic though. I and yeah, kind of wanted to week. squeeze it in anyway, just in case it's actually something that comes up in the manifestos or patch notes, but I, 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 I don't they think won't it will. be out before next week.
0: All right. So you yeah, can say it all after dark. next week. All next you week. You can say in After Dark just in case you can be like, I said it. <laughs> if you're listening yeah, right okay. now and you want to hear it, there are deck. Mm. Uh
1: so I had uh, a post on the Path of Exile website and Reddit called The Great 19 Edition that disheartened me for Path of Exile such. Oh, you wrote a book, guy. I didn't mean to. I thought it was gonna be short. But wow, anyway, it was that. it was just all about the no, don't bother. I've already yep. said it a hundred times on the podcast anyway, but okay. it was just about you know, like the same mentality of releasing something as an incomplete package right like uh so and it was about the, again minions and not being able to check the resists and i've that's a broken record on, the, on this show now but because they added the mechanic like okay now you need to micromanage your minions a little bit more um and there's there actually was i wanted to i don't think i've ever said this so i do actually want to read this one part of it um there were a few things that i actually quite liked I like the changes they made to the tree, this league for minions, the extra items that drop, the roll rates with which these items have minion mods on them, and even the idea that minion resists are always all elemental resists. You don't have to find individual elemental resists for minions. Like I think all of that is fantastic, and I love every change that they did to minions, with the exception of, now that I have to micromanage their resists a bit more. I Need somewhere to check that because it, minions all have different types of default stats, right? Like zombies, for example, I think they have 40% natural, 40% uh, elemental resists, whereas SRS or they, they don't, right? I mean, goodness me, bring up any specter, specters have never had support, you have no idea what those stats are. If an enemy has 50% physical conversion to lightning or not, or whatever, right? So you know, it, it just hasn't been around. And so when you have a gem like animate guardian that actually from like way back in the 1.0 days that on the scale itself doesn't say loses your items on guardian death, like there's nothing in there that tells you, you lose your items, which right. is a massive deal, but that's yep. been in the game since 1.0. And so, I mean, every single patch they come out with has the opportunity to change that, right? You get to something a little bit more, recent SRS has been changed multiple times. You used to be able to remember the days when you could have 50 SRS on the screen. Yep. That was awesome. They had a longer mm-hmm. duration but it was 50 and then they shortened it to 20 with a 5 second duration. So SRS used to be 50% physical conversion to fire. But there was nothing on the gem that said that. And then when they revamped the gem to be 100% physical damage to fire, they still didn't change the description. So it's like, you know, an old mentality of, I don't know if it's time management or what, but this old mentality of an incomplete package, right? Animate Guardian doesn't even have a UI for you to check to see, be able to compare rare items or anything like that. So you have this old system, old mentality, whatever it is, but there's still remnants of this old or apathetic or we're fine releasing something with an incomplete package. There's still this old mentality. That's showing that was that started, sorry, from the 1.0 days or way back when, but now when the minions get changed again this time around and there's still nothing to check them out on, it's it's kind of like it's just reminiscent that if they're still making decisions like this, if they're still showing incomplete packages, it's kind of like it kind of in a way disheartened me a little bit for well, today they're making Path of Exile too. And the decisions they make today, the attitude they have today that's what's going to be in Path of Exile 2 that comes out tomorrow. And so when I see this new stuff come out today as an incomplete package, it does kind of dishearten me for Path of Exile 2. And so that was what that post was about. Um, not a lot of people saw it or read it or cared about it, even got downvoted. But all of the comments on it were kind, compassionate. Some yeah, disagreed, didn't. But yeah, there were very kind notes. Uh, the post the exact same post but on the path of exile website had the same kind of good discussion whether it was agreeing or disagreeing so i was quite happy with that but um that was it was more of a discussion point because obviously i'm going to be excited for path of exile and the changes that come no matter what but it was disheartening to have that again as an incomplete package based on what i said um Mm -hmm. outside of that my path of exile world um i did some extra theory crafting while i was. Hovering over the boys at their sleepover this time. I had the laptop out on the dining room table in my sweatpants and uh, was just checking out different things. You know, I was talking about an Aura bot with someone on Discord who was uh, mentioning, you know, playing with a new friend. They're new to the game. What kind of build should I do? And I was just saying, well, this is, you know, because I've been playing with Chris, right? Chris with a CH. Mm-hmm. No, wait, Chris with a K. Our Chris was with, is a, with K. a K. GGG's is with a CH. I'm starting mm-hmm. to get that mixed up. And I'm starting to call, call R Chris with a CH. Anyway, well, you're getting old, but it was like, you know, kind of what kind of build do you want to do? Everybody's different, right? Do they want to just get a strong build and carry through and experience the game or is the game for them experiencing items? So I was kind of like going back to my build that I originally designed with Chris and I'm like, okay, do I, you know, do I like this original setup? How supportive do I want to be? What do I want to get them to focus on? And so it was, it was kind of fun to have that discussion and then re plan my kind of champion, not really an aura bot, but kind of just to give them some elemental support with some of the purities as they go through and figure out items. I spent like two hours trying to revamp that thing. And the conclusion that I came to is that the original one that I had at the beginning of the night was still the best. <laughs> the one that I designed <laughs> in 317. So Sweet. yeah, no, it was fun. And then I played a lot with the zombies. I'm still doing that. I'm in act seven or eight now. I think I just filled there, killed, Ar- killed Arakali air mm-hmm. in the league, uh, the big spider boss that eats, um, What's his name? Silk. Mm-hmm. I love that the spider, they, the, the visual team put Silk's head on Collie's body on this little spike in the front. I think that's awesome. But uh, yeah, so I'm still doing that, slowly leveling that. And if we didn't have a sleepover, I would have been able to play for about three extra hours last night, but uh, <laughs> went to bed quite early. But the kids uh, were watching me play a bit. They uh, On the nights where they don't have school, the next day we let them sleep wherever they want together. And so they chose the living room. They were hoping I was going to play Elden Ring, but I played Path of Exile. And, uh, but they, they, especially my son, but they have a lot of questions. He was like mm. exploding zombies. How cool. Okay. Well, how, how, and so he was actually very curious. So I showed him how minion instability, like the keystone on the tree. And then he, he asked why I don't have a lot of skills. And I said, well, in this game, you know, you can choose to have 24 buttons to hit if you want, or you can choose to only have a few, but then These gems, instead of being other active skills, you know, you can make this one gem stronger. And so then I show them Infernal Legion and Minion Life and Fire Pen. And you could just see my son's brain, like, oh, (laughs) that's that's so cool. My daughter, she gets it all, but she's just kind of like half in that world and half in La La Land. And so she's like, where's the spaceships? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, she really enjoys it. She really enjoys it as well, but she's a quiet learner. Whereas Oliver, you can hear the gears grinding. So no hmm, pun intended awesome. but now pun intended so anyway yeah i had a good week i assume you didn't play this week right
0: no i did not I hung out on discord a little bit and uh worked so Word. let's wrap this up episode 162 forever Excel them justin ak tags tyler Recker of days thanks everybody for hanging out patrons we're gonna catch you in after dark everybody else we will see you next week in episode 163 if you're looking for more information you'll find it down below we got a website foreverxl.com we're on twitter foreverxl82 we have a very fun discord which you should be a part of so join anytime and patreon and other ways to support the podcast you will find them down below and on our website bye bye